Welcome to the Becoming Holistically Healed podcast. I'm your host, Alma Theo, spiritual mentor, psychic, and artist. To learn more about me and soak up more healing goodness, follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Holistically Healed Being. This podcast will cover my holistic healing journey, the journey of others, and alternative healing modalities to inspire others to heal mind, body, and soul. Hello, hello, magnificent beings. Thank you so much for joining me, your host, Alma Theo, on this, the first episode ever of the Becoming Holistically Healed podcast. What, what? (laughs) Oh, stick around, guys. There'll be plenty more where that came from. So today I want to share with you my physical health journey. I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on my relationship with food and my body and just really what my my overall health has been throughout the years and share with you all of the diets and exercises that I've done and really just paint a picture for you of what I've gone through and how I've gotten to where I am today, which is pretty darn healthy and in a very um, good weight range. And honestly, I feel really great more often than not. So I just, I'm sharing this with you to hopefully encourage you and let you see that no matter where you're at, you can get healthy if that's a goal that you have if you are dealing with any chronic illness or disease or discomfort in your body i am here to tell you that you can heal it and i will share with you how it is that i eat now and what kind of movement medicine that I do to keep myself in good physical shape and in good health. So we're going to go back to my childhood where most good stories start. (laughs) And just to give you an idea of what I ate during my childhood, um, my, my mother... God bless her was it was a wonderful cook as far as you know taste and and things being delicious went um but she did not nor does she now have an understanding of what it means to eat and be healthy um and we were also fairly poor and you know on lots of public assistance food stamps all of that um so you know my parents didn't really have the financial means um to provide us with healthful food. And so I ate a lot of heavily processed boxed foods. Um, I mean, she did, she did make a lot of stuff from scratch as well, but those things were still highly processed, refined carbohydrates, um, high in animal products, animal proteins, um, I really honestly don't remember eating a ton of 
fresh vegetables I ate. I, I think I ate a decent amount of fresh fruit. Um, but most of the vegetables that I got were overcooked <laughs> and just, you know, pretty much devoid of really any nourishment. And so to add insult to injury, I not only did not eat well, but I ate as, as a coping mechanism to deal with emotions that I did not otherwise know how to deal with. Um, essentially I ate my emotions and only recently actually realized that I ate as a way to feel close to my mother, to feel the love of my mother, because I, I didn't have a great relationship with my mother. Well, okay, that's putting it lightly. I had a pretty poor relationship with my mother most of my life, and I still don't have a wonderful relationship with her, but it, that's healing as well. Um, and my mother was fairly cold and aloof. Um, and really one of the only ways that I knew that she loved me was the fact that she took her time to prepare meals for me. I mean, as well as, you know, cleaning and whatnot. She was a good housewife, not such a great mother. <laughs> and so I believe somewhere between the ages of six and eight, I started eating more. That's, that's when the addiction to food began. And although I wasn't severely overweight, I was a little pudgy, I guess you could say, or, you know, I, I had some baby fat on me. Um, but I, I was not really in good health. I was a fairly sick child, which, you know, that also ties in with the mental, emotional, and spiritual health because they're, they're all intertwined and they're all related in my personal belief. And I, I, yeah, I was, I was, I looked on that outward appearances. I looked to be like, I was probably fairly healthy. Um, but truly I, I, I was, <laughs> I was not in as good of health as I could have been. Um, but the, the real problems began with food and my health declining when I was 17 years old. Um, I had been a smoker. I smoked cigarettes and I quit smoking cigarettes and got my first job at McDonald's all at the same time and got into a fairly serious relationship. So I felt comfortable and like, I don't know, like I could gain some weight, I guess. Um, and so at that time I really, really packed on the weight and of course wasn't living with my mother anymore. So I didn't eat. I didn't have any real home cooked meals, even though those home cooked meals were heavily processed, they were still healthier, I believe, than what I started eating, which was a ton of McDonald's being that I worked there and I got a discount and it was, you know, cheap and easy. Um, but I, I mean, pretty much all of the things that I put into my body were heavily processed and just utterly, utterly devoid of any nutrition. And so from, I think the ages of like 
17 to, I want to say 19, possibly 20. Not real good with dates and times, guys. <laughs> um, but during, during that time, my health just really spiraled out of control. I ate and ate and ate and ate and ate all the most worthless food-like substances you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and I lived a very sedentary life. I didn't get hardly any activity. And so I just packed on the weight. I got up to, my top weight was 235 pounds, um, which I am only just shy of five foot seven. Um, and have a fairly petite frame. Um, so that was, that was pretty overweight for me. I was, I believe in a size 20, I was, well, I should have been in a size 20. I was pouring myself into a size 18 because I didn't want to admit that I was a 20. <laughs> Not that that's a horrible size to be. If any of you listening are that size, I just, it was not a good size for me. I felt terrible. Not only did I feel physically just so unhealthy and I had plenty of physical health issues, which we will go into, but I just felt horrible with my appearance. I mean, it got to the point where I didn't even really leave the house other than to do the things that I absolutely had to, such as work and like run errands and, you know, go see friends that I felt comfortable with. But I didn't go out and do things all because I didn't want people to see me because I was so ashamed and just, I felt horrible about myself. And I also had body dysmorphia. So I thought I was much, much larger than I was. Um, anyway, it was just, it was, it was all bad. You guys, I started just like my joints hurt all the time, all the time. And I was maybe 20 years of age. I was 19 or 20 years old. I mean, I should feel great at that age, right? I mean, most people I believe feel better than I did. I felt like I was 19, 20 going on 80. Like it just, my whole body hurt. And my heart was having palpitations pretty regularly to the point where I finally went to the doctors and they hooked up, um, an EKG and like a, a, I think that's what that's called. I don't know, a 24 hour heart monitor to regulate the, the, the beat and the palpitations. And it, they, they did in fact come to the realization that my heart was beating irregularly and it hadn't up until, I mean, probably my probably 19 I want to say is when it when those palpitations started um and the results of the EKG did in fact show that I was having a very irregular heartbeat and the doctors couldn't really tell me anything as to why that was only that I was in fact having them um and so I had to take it into my own hands and I basically just decided that I couldn't continue living the way that I was. If I wanted to 
feel better, if I wanted to live a, a regular life. I just knew that if I continued on that path, that I would probably not live very long for one. And if I did, it would really just not, not be the existence that I wanted. And so that was when I started all sorts of different diets and exercising and I, for the better part of a decade, went through many, many different um, exercise and diet programs to try to lose weight, to try to be healthy, to look better and feel better. And it was a nightmare, <laughs> but it's gotten me to where I'm at now. And I feel great, like I said, these days, and it's, it's all been worth it. Um, so just to fill you in a little on the diets that I've tried and all the exercise that I did, I mean, you name it, I tried it. I think I started with like the Atkins diet, um, and I moved from there to something more like a, um, like a Mediterranean diet that was still, still pretty heavy on the animal proteins. Um, but I was eating a lot more, a lot more fruits and vegetables. Um, and then I just, you know, tried the low calorie thing and all the while was doing these horrible exercises that I did not enjoy. And really I was just coming from a place of punishing myself of like, what is wrong with you? Why do you look this way? Why, you know, just really beating up on myself and, and taking on these rigorous exercises as a form of punishment and wanting to change the way that my body looked rather than loving my body and doing it to feel better and feel stronger. I mean, that was part of it, but primarily it was to look different, to fit in and to be more, you know, accepted in society. I mean, the health factor was there, but originally it was more vanity than anything. Um, and I, I tried all of these different diets that I thought would get me, you know, feeling better. And mostly, mostly again, I wanted to lose the weight. And so I didn't really do a lot of research into what was healthiest. I just kind of did what others told me for a while. And I did see some results in my physical body, but I still didn't feel great. And for a while, I basically just kind of gave up and, and quit exercising, quit dieting, and just went back to what I was doing because I just wasn't feeling good. So I basically was like, what's the point? Um, and then I watched a documentary called Vegucated, which 
turned me into a vegan in a matter of minutes. <laughs> and so I started eating a plant-based diet, um, which at first was not extremely healthy. It was mostly just, if it doesn't have animal products, I'm good. Um, but then I decided I wanted to start feeling better. And so I started eating a lot more fresh fruits and vegetables, eating, um, virtually no processed foods and started to feel better, started to see some results and wanted to incorporate movement again, but I did not want to exercise this time. I did not want to do something that was punishing myself or that was hard and that didn't feel good. I wanted to do something that got my body moving, but was still fun and, and, and felt more rewarding rather than hateful. I wanted to do something that was working with my body instead of against it. And so I decided to try yoga again. I had done some yoga in the past, um, hated it, <laughs> but I, what I knew of yoga was that it was fairly gentle and, you know, more so about the connecting with your body rather than pushing it and, and damaging it. It was really about going inward and connecting with yourself and moving in a way that felt loving. And so I found yoga with Adrian on YouTube and started doing the exercises, um, with her and wow, that changed my life in so many ways on every level, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health. And I noticed that the weight was coming off and I was feeling stronger and I was feeling more connected to myself and it was just really such a beautiful thing. And so I was feeling pretty good with the movement aspect, but still not fully satisfied with the diet, what I, what I would, what I was putting into my body, although it was definitely a far cry from what I used to do. Um, it, it still wasn't great. I knew there was, there was something different and something that would resonate with me more. So I started looking for different, um, I guess diets for lack of a better term for different programs. Um, because I really still didn't know how to just do it on my own. And so I found a program called wild fit, which is offered through, um, Oh goodness. I just lost the name of it. What is it? Mind Valley. <laughs> and I, I do not adhere to their teachings per se. Um, I've definitely made some adjustments for myself and I now do what I would call and con um, consider intuitive eating, but wild fit really was a, a great program. Um, it helped me to understand the emotional aspects of my relationship with food, um, as well as what it means to eat seasonally and I mean, I'm not going to go into it any further than that. It's really a great program. You could check it out for yourself if you'd like. Um, 
but I, I went through that, that program and still felt as though there was a bit of a diet mentality to it, that it was still kind of restrictive and it just didn't really fully resonate with me. And somewhere shortly thereafter, I heard the term intuitive eating and that just felt right to me. It, it resonated more than anything I've ever heard. And that's basically what I do now. I just, I've learned to decipher what it is that my body needs, what it's telling me, which wild fit, by the way, did actually help me to tune into what my body was asking for as well. So really, truly, it's a great program. Um, but I'm, I'm not getting paid or this is not like a sponsored advertisement. I'm just sharing what's worked for me or what has helped me. Um, so yes, Wild Fit helped me to kind of tune into what my body was asking for. And since I kind of felt like I knew what my body was asking for, I was like, I'm just going to do this. Like intuitive eating just, I mean, everything that I do is intuitive. I'm a highly intuitive person. Um, and so this just felt right. And yeah, basically I'm able to determine what my body needs and I... I just eat whatever I feel like eating and occasionally I do still eat foods that I would not consider to be functional. I would really, honestly, I call them food-like substances. Um, but primarily I eat extremely, extremely healthy these days. And for me, my body personally benefits from eating primarily plant-based. I have reintroduced some eggs into my diet, which was not the easiest thing for me to do because of my beliefs on how animals should be treated, um, or how they are treated. But, you know, I found some eggs that as far as I can tell are ethically, um, produced and, so I do eat eggs occasionally. I don't eat them very often because again, my body really does not like a lot of animal products. Um, but I did feel that I was honestly, honestly, I felt that I was lacking meat, but I can't bring myself to eat meat. Um, and I'm not judging anyone that does, please don't misunderstand. And I do honestly actually believe now that some people do need some meat. I don't believe that we necessarily need as much as what most Americans consume, um, but you know, I'm not here to tell anyone what their body needs. It's, it's a matter that we all have to figure out that we all get to figure out for ourselves. And so, you know, if you feel you need meat and, and you don't have any ethical, moral reasons not to, then go for it. I cannot bring myself to do it. So I eat some eggs. Um, but primarily I eat lots of fruits and vegetables. I try to eat as much raw fruits and vegetables as I can. And my body, again, personally does not really do well with grains, um, really of any sort, even, even like, um, like brown rice or even wild rice and gluten-free. It's not just gluten. Like my body really just does not like grains. So for carbohydrates, I typically eat more, um, like starchy, root type vegetables. Um, that's not to say that I don't ever eat any rice, but I just have to be careful about how much I do eat because otherwise my intestines get kind of inflamed and unhappy. 
Um, and through this all, I, oh, so I, I had the heart palpitations, um, and I've also had pretty severe IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. Um, I mean, to the point where I, it was debilitating and I couldn't go to work and I lost a job because of it. Um, and that, that was not only food. I, as a matter of fact, I would say that was probably more spiritual, mental, emotional health than anything. Um, but it was, it was a little bit due to the fact that I was just eating not, not the things that my body really desires, um, and really thrives on. And so that has pretty much been my journey. I, um, I'm still doing yoga these days regularly. Um, well, I took some time off, but I'm getting back into doing my yoga regularly. I also, um, dance for my movement medicine. Um, and really guys exercise. If, if that word doesn't trigger you, it does happen to trigger me because of the relationship I've had with it. Um, but exercise movement medicine, there is no right or wrong. Even that is an intuitive thing and just do whatever feels good to you. I I'm sharing all of this with you to help you to really come from a place of loving yourself, learning to love your body and, and doing it from that place, even before we fully know what that means or how to love our bodies, but coming from a place of, I want to do this to feel my best, to be as healthy as I can, to be the best version of myself to bring forth to the world rather than doing it from a place of, I hate the way that I look. I'm not good enough. Nobody loves me. I'm disgusting, whatever that might be. I mean, I used to say some pretty atrocious things to myself. Um, and just getting to a point of working with our bodies of taking care of ourselves of being in tune and connected to ourselves because it truly at the end of the day does not matter what we look like it doesn't what matters is our health being able to do the things that we want to do, being able to go out into public without being concerned that, you know, we're not going to fit into that airplane seat or, you know, I mean, whatever it may be, like have these embarrassing moments because of our weight and our size, we deserve more. And if you are very overweight and you're comfortable with that and you feel healthy and you, you know, you are relatively healthy size, that doesn't matter either. All that I'm really trying 
to say and get across here is that we all deserve to feel our best and feel comfortable in our skin and do the things that we love and not have these limitations because we're because we're not in our in our best self and our best health so i hope that this has been helpful to you and if you have any questions about anything that i've said please feel free to reach out to me if you are listening to this um, directly from anchor you should be able to click in the show notes there should be a voice message button that you can leave a message for me and let me know any questions that you may have or if you just want to tell me you know how you are feeling about this episode i would love to hear from you um, if you are listening to this on a different platform you can find me uh, probably instagram would be the best place the best social media platform at holistically healed being and send me a dm and let me know you know if you've got any any more questions i would love to help you address those um you know maybe it would spur another podcast episode or i'll just answer you directly um but yeah if you want to know more about anything that i've mentioned here about intuitive eating about plant-based eating um if you want more information on how to eat a plant-based diet um really anything just reach out to me i would love to assist you and help you on your journey because the better we all feel the more we're capable of doing and the more we're capable of loving and helping everyone else and the better off our world will be so thank you so much for listening to this episode Thank you for joining in on the first first episode of my brand new podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope that you are taking good care of yourself. I hope that you are feeling inspired and encouraged to do things differently if you're not living your best life because you deserve it. We all deserve it. I love you. Take good care and create an amazing life for yourselves.